son to celebrate fathers. Oh, yes. And then we have a holiday, Juneteenth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We'll give God the glory. Honor. Yes, he's worthy. Yes, Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Come, ye. 
a sweet accord, oh, yeah. and thus around the throne. Father, that you will rain down your Holy Spirit upon us, Father. 
My Heavenly Father, we just want to give you thanks, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for last night lying down and early rising this morning. Yes, Father. Lord. Yes, Lord. We knew, Father, that it was your grace who laid us down last Thank night. Thank you, Lord. Father. Thank you, Lord. And then, Father, you touched us this morning with your finger of mercy. Yes, Lord. Yes. And gave us another opportunity, Father, to get things right. Yes, Lord. So here we are this morning. Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We ask now, Father, that you look through his congregation. How Father, much, Lord? How much? For somebody standing in need of your blessings yes, right Lord. now, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes. But we just ask now, Father, that you just move throughout this congregation Thank with you, a Lord. mighty and powerful way. Thank you, Lord. As only you can, Father. We come asking you, Father, to look down upon the pastor of this yes, church, Lord. Father. Yes, Look down upon him, Father, and give him a word from all how, Father. Yes, Lord. We ask that you bless his family, Father. Yes, yes. Bless him, Father, as he leads your people, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you bless the leaders of this church, Father. Help us, Lord. Help them, Father, lead, Father, in the direction of your love. Your child, your son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just want to thank you right thank now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we can't do nothing without you right thank now. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. We need you every step of the way, Father. Have mercy. For you know and you see the condition of this world, Father. Yes, Lord. And we ask now, Father, that you just move, Father. You just move, Father, in a mighty and powerful way. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. If only you just speak a word right now, Father, everything will be all right, Father. Lord, we just thank you right thank now. Thank you, Lord. And then, Father, I ask that you look down upon my household this morning. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. And bless them, Father, according to your perfect and holy will. Your will, Lord. Your Watch will. over my son and my daughter, Father. Have mercy, Lord. Bless them, Father, right now. Have mercy. They all stand in need of your blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And then, Father. Then, Lord. We've done all that you have yes, signed Lord. our hands to do, Father. We ask now, Father, that you just give us a home. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somewhere, Father, in your kingdom. Yes, Lord. Well, we can just sit around and praise your holy, your holy and name, righteous name. name. In Jesus' name, name we pray. Amen. 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 Don't shoot at nobody.
Let the church say amen. Amen. Let the church say amen again. Amen. Amen. It's truly wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Not only just only this day, which is Father's Day, but any given day. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you look down on New Jerusalem, Lord God. Walk up and down the aisles, Lord God. Throw your weight around. Have your way in this building, Lord God. We pray for the shepherd, the angel of this house, Lord God. We pray that you keep him strong, Lord God. Build him up where he may be torn down, Lord God. Strengthen him where he may be weak at, Lord God. Let him continue, Lord God, to feed your sheep, Lord God. For we are hungry and thirsty for the word, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for the families, Lord God, that's out there, Lord God. Even those that sick and shed in, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you allow your spirit to move on their behalf, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, when they is not able to pray or open their mouth, Lord God, we pray on their behalf, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for the leaders of this church, Lord yes, God. Lord. We pray that you continue to bless them. Give them the knowledge of knowing your word, the desire of doing your will, and the ability and ego of achieving the blessing that you have set for them. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for everybody in their respective places. The musician, Lord God. Lord God, the choir, Lord God. The deacons, Lord God. The ushers, Lord God. Just have your way in this house, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. For we give our life to you, Lord God. For you have given your son unto us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let the church say amen. Amen.
Amen. God bless you. God bless you. So good to see everybody in the sanctuary today. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Amen. On the sound of my voice, not in the sanctuary and in the sanctuary. And it's also Juneteenth. Yes. Amen? Amen. So let's be honest. happy about that also. We're going to learn a little bit more about that a little later. Amen? Amen. How you doing there, Dr. Jenkins? God bless you. Amen. 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 Good to see you. Amen. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. We have our mission studies this Thursday on the 23rd, of, uh, which is Thursday at 7 p.m. The Zoom information is on the back of your program, and the call information is on the back of your program. Just log in, and it's uh, we'll have ourselves a good time. Amen? Amen. Reminder that Sunday school is at 9:30. I'm telling you, if you're not here, you're missing it. You're really missing it. It's just it's just a wonderful thing, wonderful thing. I don't really know how to put that all into words. But, but I said, like Deacon Furlow said, but God. But God is doing that. We are in there and we are getting blessed and filled up Amen. for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Continue to pray for our sick, <clears throat> excuse me, and our shut ins. And, and to read, remember to read. Family, uh, the last person we had to funeralize was Sister Flora's husband. And I talked to her uh, yesterday, so she's doing fine. And, you know, Pastor, I had to crack some jokes so she could laugh, and she been laughing. I was so laughing. I had five times before since Amy, she was laughing. Amen. Okay? She would be just all right. Amen. I mean, we just got to keep on praying for her. Amen? Amen. Continue to pray for each other. Right? This should, that should be a constant prayer. It's a constant part of your prayer. Pray for the ministry. Pray for those that are in charge of the ministry. Okay? Those that do that God just opened doors for us and continue to bless us. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, you see this is June. is Men's Health Awareness Month. Hey, I, I live in the doctor's office not because I'm feeling well. I, I live there because I want to stay well. I, don't have to, I am too proud to go to the doctor and let him do whatever he got to do to me, man. Get your prostate checked. Hello? You know why I'm saying it? Why you don't like to do that? Amen. It's an it's a, it's a important thing for us. Amen? Especially us, us brothers. People, they, the doctor told me, if you are a black man, you will have some type of prostate problem. It's just in your DNA. Amen. I'm, I'm not saying cancer. You can have other prostate problems. Okay, so you need to go to the doctor and get a check because you can't survive this. Amen? Amen. I do it. With everything else I do, it. I'm a problem because I'm trying to stay well. Amen? So, uh, you got your black history fact there. Read that there. Uh, Rebecca Lee Crumble was the first black uh, woman to become a doctor of medicine that, in the United States. That was around 1865. Amen? Female black doctor. Female black doctor. Female black doctor. Amen. Continue to, uh, uh, like I said, continue to pray for the church. The church is moving forward. We're moving forward with our uh, renovations and repairs to the sanctuary. God is uh, uh, blessing us. All the pews have been lined up and bolted to the sanctuary floor. And we thank God for that. Amen. And this is a blessing because y'all look nice and even and all out there. Amen. Um, um, bear with us. And we uh, upgraded the sound system also a little bit. And that's why you see the choir. They're kind of off base because they can't hear the feedback for themselves. But don't worry. I'll make sure I get that feedback speaker so y'all can hear yourself before next Sunday come. 
Amen? But, but have no fear. We can hear you very well out here. Out here. You're nice and loud. And you sound good. Amen? Amen. We thank God for your patience and all that you do for the ministry. Stay faithful, y'all. Stay faithful and God will continue to bless each and every one of us. Amen? I'm serious. Keep praying, y'all. Prayer still works. Amen. Amen. Prayer still works. Amen. I'll turn the floor over now to uh, Sister. Oh. Oh, visitors? Okay, I'm sorry. Any visitors in the house today? If you're a visitor in the house, stand up. Let's give you a personal welcome. Amen. 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 
Well, we have certificates for each one of our children today as well. It's a certificate of promotions straight to the next grade. We're congratulating each one of you. Your names are on your certificate for a great job that you've done this year. And we know the Lord is going to bless you to do even better this coming year. To God be the glory from your pastor, Reverend Clark, and your uh, New Jerusalem Church. We do love you very much. We are proud of you. You have done a great job. And we just want you to stay focused and give God all the glory. We know that you're going to do well this upcoming 22-23 school year. To God be the glory. Sister Greer, now for the little ones that do not have their names on their certificate, you will follow Sister Greer over to the side. And you will get your names printed on yours, and the others just give them their certificates. President Green. Don't go anywhere. Congratulations. And we do have a gift bag for you, and President Greer will be giving those who did not be screwed, did not get a gift bag, you will be getting your gift bag as well. So, okay, let me see if it's in this one. Yes, Yeah. 
And we want to present this token of our love and appreciation to you on this special Father's Day. To God be the glory, to God be the glory, and we do acknowledge you and say, we love you.
which are the same colors of the United States of, of America flag, which conveys the message that all enslaved people and their descendants, we are Americans. The arch that you see represents the horizon, showing the blue above, rising the ground so black America, the same colors of the United States, because the importance of African American history. I celebrate black American history from American history. And that flag, this flag, the white star in the middle and the surrounding starburst are representative of the state of Texas, the Lone Star, the Lone Star State, and the freedom of black Americans in all 50 states. The white in the star is inspired by a nova, which is the event that marks the birth of a new star and symbolizes a new beginning in the United States that are traditionally take place on this day are parties, cookouts, parades, cultural awareness events, and voting drives. And of course, red foods and beverages are staples at all of these events, such as barbecue, watermelon, red velvet cake, red hibiscus tea, and strawberry soda. The red food of the red of the foods commemorates the perseverance and resilience of those who were enslaved. We are standing on the shoulders of our forefathers who were enslaved. They fought for us to be here today. So we give thanks to the Almighty God who has brought us this far by faith and who has declared in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. We give God all the glory for what he has done and is doing for our people as we remember what our forefathers endured. We must have courage to continue with determination. And after the service, please join us in the kitchen for a slice of red velvet cake and strawberry soda. And we thank those who brought Sister Angela Graves and those who provided those great snacks for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, but we want to commemorate and remember what this day is all about. To God be the glory for all he has done.
Job well done. Well done. I thank those lead servants, Sister Jenkins, uh, Sister Morrison, all you who took part. That was well put together. I enjoy when I see y'all pull off a program. I see y'all pull off a presentation that's just so good that we take time to acknowledge. Amen? Amen. Lord, we come to church. Church, Lord, we come to worship and praise to God because we worry but we all are coming to learn and get taught while we're here in the first place, right? Yes. Amen. So we can be stronger Christians. I'm more thankful for all the things God has done for us. Amen. It's offering time. The Bible said, give you all, bring all the tithes in the storehouse and there'll be meat in my house. It said, prove me, child of God. See, don't I turn? I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Give us a part of the worship. God mandates that we do it. Amen? Amen. We know that we can't beat our God given. Amen. We know that we are on uh, one area the devil wants to uh, attack us on and our obedience to God has been come to our money. He know how to make our money go funny and our change go strange. He know how to mess with us. And the guess what? We're going we to call those things or not as if they are. Amen? We're going to walk by faith, not by sight. We're going to give it to the Lord that God has cried us to give. And then everything else will work out. I'm a living witness. Oh, you can't pin the picture of God at home. But God said, has a, how have you robbed God? God said, you robbed me with tithes and offering. And we don't want to be in that position, right? Because we want him to rebuke that devour for our sakes. Amen? Amen. Okay, let me bless this offering in advance as we're about to give. Heavenly Father, right in the name of Jesus, we're about to give unto you that which was given to us. We ask that, Father God, as we be obedient right now, we know that our, 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 our blessing is tied up in our obedience. So, Father God, we want to be obedient to you. So, Father God, you know each and every one of us, our circumstance and our situation. You know your people, Father God. So, Father God, right now, even though we might not be where we need to be or we want to be, we can walk by faith and not by sight. Call those things that are not as if they are. We could declare and decree it right now, Father God, that you come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Father God, we ask that you just enlarge their territory and widen their coast. Let the spirit of success and prosperity dwell and abide in the lives of your people. Father God, you said they have come. You have come so we have life and have it more abundantly. So we ask you to just do this for your people right now. Let this offer be used for the betterment of the building of your kingdom. When the days are over, save us a place, oh Father God. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all the love of the Lord say amen. Amen. Amen and amen. We ask the church uh, to stand up and come from the back down the middle and then go around the sides and go back to your seat. Amen. Amen. Quiet and salute.
take me back where I first received. Amen? Thank God for what our eyes and seeing is of heard so far. Thank God for that. Amen. If you turn your Bibles with me to mm, the New Testament book of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Gospel according to St. Luke. Amen. I want to uh, focus the, the, the text, the part of the text I would like to focus on uh, this morning for this Father's Day. Verse 1 and 2. Okay, we're verse 1 and 2 of the text, of the, first, of the chapter read rather, and then we'll go to verse 11. Luke, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 15. I'm sorry. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. And then we'll move verse, uh, verse 11 to verse 24. Verse 11, verse 24. So, very familiar scripture to us, but uh, I am convinced that there's some fresh water in this old well. Amen? Let us pray. Oh Lord, God, I excellence your name in all the Right now, Father God, once again, it's another time that we stand behind the Holy Cross and hear a word from you. Father God, we ask you to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to be with us today. Continue to sit with us, Father God. Let it allow your Holy Spirit to, to lead and guide us into all truth. Father God, we ask you, O oh God, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Because, Father God, without you, we are unable to understand this. We are unable to teach and preach it. We ask, O oh God, that you make it plain enough so that a child can understand it. And, Father God, that we ask also to draw back the dreams of misunderstanding. Father God, we, just, we need you right now. Father God, somebody need encouragement. Somebody need life, health, and strength. Father God, look beyond our faults and lead us at our need right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, use me and behind me behind the cross. And what is ever accomplished in this setting right now, Father God, we'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people heareth. <clears throat> Luke chapter 15, verses 1, commencing at verse 1. Then drew, near, then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. Verse 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided it unto them. Is living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into the far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had, had, had spent all, then arose a mighty famine 
in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his feed, fields to feed the swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, <clears throat> he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the beast, the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Amen? Amen. I'd like to put a tag on the subject on Juneteenth, Father's Day. The faith and love of the Father. The faith and love of the Father. We take your seats in the presence of the Lord. The faith and love of the Father. Amen. <coughs> the author Clarence, Clarence Jordan, Clarence Jordan Cotton, in his translation of the Cotton Patch version of the Bible, he says, and the party started. This parable has been misnamed the parable of the prodigal son. Are y'all still with me? <clears throat> but the prodigal, the real prodigal, the real prodigal is the father. Because the word prodigal does not mean Deacon Cook waywardness. The word prodigal means reckless. It means spendthrift. You throw away your money. It means you're extravagant. The father is recklessly extravagant in how he welcomes his son home. The author A.W. Tozier wrote a book, Dr. Jenkins, entitled The Knowledge of the Holy. Tozier describes the greatness of God love better than I've ever read in any book. He says, because God is self-existent, his love has no beginning. All right. Because he is eternal, 
his love can have no end. Because he is infinite, his love has no limit. Because God is holy, because God is holy, it is the quite essence of all spotless purity. Because God is immense, his love is an incomprehensible, vast, bottomless, shoreless sea. There's no end, there's no beginning, there's no limit, there's no boundary, there's no circumference of God's love for us. It just goes on and on and on and on. Because all God knows how to do is love. Now this is the story, y'all, of two brothers. But the father is silhouetted in each incident. There are two brothers each of whom represents a different way to be alienated from God. One boy is lost in the streets. The other boy is lost in the house. But both of them are lost. Both represent a different way to be alienated from God and a different way to seek acceptance into the kingdom of God, even though both of them are the wrong way. We would think in reading this parable in our modern parlance of ourselves that the eyes of the listeners would be filled with tears when the wayward son comes home. But the audience that Jesus is talking to is not wayward sinners. Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and the scribes. They were filled with rage and indignation because they wanted the elder brother to be the hero. And Jesus insulted their religious sensibilities by making the boy who messed up the hero. We err, brothers and sisters, when we try to sentimentalize this parable and turn it into this gushing, mushy story about a daddy rushing to kiss a boy. That is not what the parable is about. The target of this story Y'all, it's not wayward sinners, but religious Christian people Amen. who do everything the Bible requires. Jesus is pleading not so much with the moral outsiders as with the moral insiders. Jesus' purpose, Jesus' purpose is in telling the story is not to warm our hearts, but to shatter our religious categories. Because we are religious people. As religious people, we categorize people according to who we ought to accept and who we should not accept. Okay. It's not all that noise in this section of the church. It's not all that, that, that God's trying to accept. It's not all the racket that we make on Sunday morning and the excitement we exhibit when we are in church. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom. Amen. Amen. It is not in the hand raising, the foot stomping, and the ushers fanning you. But when you realize that the Father has no other reason than his love to come and find you, let's not sentimentalize, let's not, let's, let's not sentimentalize this story and turn it into something that Jesus does not intend. Are y'all walking with me still? Oh, yeah. This story reveals the destructive self-centeredness of the younger brother, but it also condemns the elder brother's destructive self-righteousness. 
Self-righteousness is as destructive as self-centeredness. Here in the bold relief is a condemnation of pluralistic secularism as expressed by the younger brother and religious moralism condemned in the elder brother. Both of them are lost. The boy who left home and the boy who stayed at home. The boy who left home represents pluralistic secularism that the father condemns. He condemns it. The boy who stays home represents religious moralism. I'm so right, because I stayed in place. That the father, he also condemns it. He's not hard on the boy because he left home. And he's not pleased with the boy who stayed home. Both of them are lost. Now I want you to get this. Get this, church. In verse 1 and verse 2, All right. they drew near to Jesus, publicans and the sinners, for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Uh -huh. I don't want to rush through this part of the text if you allow me to walk slowly. Because in Jewish life, in the Jewish economy, to sit at a table with somebody was a sign of acceptance. To share a meal in Jewish idiom is to be accepting of the person that you're eating with. You sit with them because, let me tell you something, Jews are very fastidious about people they dine with. To sit at fellowship with one at a meal in Jewish life is to accept them. And the Pharisees and the scribes had a problem with these outsiders congregating with Jesus. And Jesus had the nerve to call himself the Son of God. Yet he accepts outsiders. All right. That's offensive to religious people. That God's church people. That the earth religious. Religious people earth. The down and out. Jesus take the down and out. The outcast. The no good. The marginalized. The left out. The forgotten. And the good. The good for nothing can come to Jesus. Come as you are, Jesus said. And be and and when he does that, he will put them on the same standing with us, even if we've been in the church forty years. That offends church people. That offends Bible thumping, cross wearing, scripture quoting. Here you have been here all these years, and this person just walked off the street, been on drugs, been in jail, coming in here, and you accept them, Jesus, like that, like nothing. That's not fair. But I'm so glad God ain't fair with us. Yeah. It's because fairly, everyone else should be in hell right now. Looking at, look, look at you. Look at, look at us. Look at whoever's looking at me. You dressed up demon. <laughs> I want you to hear this. I wrote this down. Listen to this speaking for real. I wrote this one down. I worked on this a while. Listen to this brother loud. You're going to like this one. It's the preaching of our ministers and the practice of our members do not have the same effect on people that Jesus had, then we must not be delivering the same message that Jesus did. Well, I'm going to say it again. If the preaching of our ministers and the practice of our members do not have the same effect on people that Jesus did, then we must not be delivering the same message that he had. If our church is not teaching 
teaching and reaching out to the younger brother that our churches must be filled with the older brother. Did y'all hear me? Maybe the reason why people can't get in the church and get saved is because there are too many elder brothers in the building holding their past against them. You know, once we get saved, we forget about what we used to do. Well, Y'all got to talk about it now, preach to myself. We forget about all the Jack Daniels we used to drink. All the Smith's Malt Liquor, Coke 45. I'm out in the house. Why you looking at me like that, Reverend? Because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I never drunk. <laughs> you said you never drunk that. Yeah, you still know about it. I know about it, but I ain't never drink that. Uh trying to clean himself right now. Yeah, yeah, I got to clean up now. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Too much. We got all the brothers holding, holding the past of the younger brothers trying to get into get closer to God. Amen. You know, we, once we get saved, we forget. We forget. We forget. Remember those Friday nights, y'all? That we stayed out all, I mean, on Friday nights and Saturday nights? That we stayed out and then get back in the house till 8.30 and then had to come straight to church? Can I get with us up here? Right, because man. when we've been saved so long, we think we're better than other people out there. But all of us have sinned. Yeah, all of us have some issues. Yes, yes, yes. Walk with Pastor around the table. Uh -huh. Come on, Pastor. The younger boy, number one, is sick of being at home. Uh -huh. He's sick of his father's constrictive ways. He's rebelling against his father's authority. He hates being under his father's protecting presence. Right. I can't go nowhere. Uh -huh. I can't do nothing. I can't even talk on my cell phone. If I want to talk on my cell phone, I can hide in the closet and talk on my cell phone. My daddy is sure getting on my nerve. Uh -huh. I can't drive the car until I wash it. I have to cut the grass. Tell me I can't go until I cut the grass. He must think I'm a slave. Uh -huh. I'm sick of being home. So then he goes up to his aged father, listen to this, and stands and stands in front of his father's face. And he says, I want you to know, this is a sign, this is a Jewish sign of deep disrespect. He stands in his father's face and said, give me my portion of your goods. How I just said it didn't get you read that before, but didn't it just get to you? Give me my portion of your goods. You heard what he just said? That's all some young people know anyway. Give me. Give me. The phrase, listen now, the phrase goods that fallen unto me, okay, means. But it says that it means that it has nothing to do with you. His goods. He said, give it a portion of your goods. That don't mean necessary. That doesn't mean that's the, just the property, Revelation. That means that's that man's whole life. That's his inheritance. That's who he is. What he is, is, is tied up in his property. The younger brother, boy. Look what the father did. The younger boy, he gave one third to. The Bible says he divided it. Did the, did the older brother ask for anything? No. In the text, he didn't ask for nothing. But the father divided it. Okay. 
He gave one-third to the younger and two-thirds to the older. The text said he divided it between the both of them. That word living in the text does not mean property. In the Greek, the word means bios. It means his life. Everything that made that man who he was, he gave it to those two boys. Check out the love of this father. He divested himself to the two ungrateful sons. So both of them are lost. One's leaving and one's staying. He gave both of them his living. And the younger son, not many days after the Bible says, gathered everything together. Liquidated his father's assets. Sold his father's goods. Turned it into cash, put a water cash in his pocket, and left home for the bright lights of the broad avenues. Because he is sick of being at home. Everybody loves him. Because he's a big man in town, y'all on his father's goods. Yeah. He is the one buying the gas. Uh -huh. He is the one riding them around. He's the one paying for lunch because he had his father's goods. Okay. Hope y'all with me. Oh, yeah. You can impress people on something you haven't earned and it's not really yours. But the Bible says soon, soon a mighty famine came in the land in the far country. Amen. And this boy who had it all now is in want. Uh -huh. He starts out sick at home and now he is just sick in the far country. Daddy is not around, can't even have enough money to make a phone call and nobody gives him nothing. Uh -huh. That's the way it is people. When you leave your father's protecting presence, uh -huh. outside your father's house, without his blessings, you are destined for failure. Oh, yeah. Believe me when I tell you, nobody will give you nothing, yeah. anything. Listen to me, young people. Nobody cares more about you but your mother and your father. Sick. You think, you, you, go ahead, you think this world owes you something? And they will be there with you? You just go ahead and run out. They will chew you up and spit you out. The only reason they're dealing with you is because you got daddy's goods. When that boy comes to his daddy and asks for his, for his good, which is a deep sign of disrespect, his dad, listen to this y'all, his daddy had a legal right. He was obligated to call the Jewish community together to bring that boy outside the gates of the city and have him stoned. got in his daddy's face. His daddy didn't do that. His daddy divided his life and gave it to both sons. He is sick of home, but now he's just sick. He's so sick, and that is what sin will do to you. Sin will always take us further than we intended to go. This boy is sick. He's so sick, then watch what's watching now. He joins himself, the scripture literally says. And with that text, that word in the Greek, when you say he joined himself, that means he glued himself to a Gentile. Uh -huh. Jews were not even 
want the dust that the Gentiles stir up to touch their clothes. But now he has to glue himself to a Gentile. Y'all with me? Sin will make you break down who you think you are. Sin will make you forget who you think you are and make you change your thinking and you will do things you think you would never do. This boy is so sick, he glues himself to the citizen of that country. And then his sickness, his sin, takes him further down away from the house. Always when you leave God's sanctuary, when you leave God's presence, God's house, that's a, that's a direction down. You think you are right leaving God's presence? No, you're not. You are spiraling down. Because guess what? He went from joining himself to a Gentile to now to the hog pen. He's so hungry, he's so sick, but now he wishes to eat the food, the slop that's been thrown out. So nasty, filthy, hogs. He's sick at home. Now he's homesick. He's homesick now. He starts thinking about that flat screen key that he left in that room. <laughs> that air-conditioned house that he left in that room. He's so sick of being there. That swimming pool in the backyard. He had servants waiting on him, hand and foot. What pastor trying to say? They make plain for you. Be careful and check yourself when you wreck yourself. Because you might be just better off, elders and young people, better off than you really think you are. Sometimes God has to show us just how good he's been to us. He started thinking about what he gave up. He wanted to be free. He snatched himself, pulled up his roots out of his daddy's house. Now he wants to go back home. But in his mind, if you read the text, he has to come to get up with a pig pen speech to get back in his daddy's house. The scripture says, I'm in the book, he came to himself. He came to himself. A more accurate translation is he stopped being insane. He stopped being insane. When he came to his senses, when his reasoning returned, because anytime you walk away from your father's love and, and real peace and lasting joy, no amount of possessions will be able to satisfy you. He remembers how good he had it at his daddy's house. He picks himself up, y'all. Yes, he does. He picks himself up. And then he goes back to his father's house. He gets to his father's house and he thinks that he's going to have to rehearse, he's going to have to recite this speech. But because of the love of the father, can I get a witness here? God is God is radical when it comes to he's radical when it comes to, to loving on us. Y'all are hearing me? Did you see anywhere in the text Reverend Cook? Y'all are hearing Help me. Did you see anywhere where the boy got cleaned up before he went home? Did he take a bath from being in the pig pen? The father sees him afar off. He, tells, he didn't tell the servants, he looked kind of dirty and smelly. 
He's smelly. I know he give him a bath for talking to me. He runs out and kisses him on the neck. Tells the servant, put get a ring and put the best coat on him. This is plain for y'all. What pastor trying to say to you? God say, don't you try to clean yourself up. You can't clean yourself up. Come to me just as you are. Weary, warning, and tired. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God will take us just like this. Ain't he such a good God? Yes, he, he don't care how, how low he fell. Yeah. He don't care. And he said, get the party ready. Uh -huh. I know in the book because the Bible says that when a sinner comes, when a one lost sinner comes home, the angels in heaven rejoice. There's a party going on in heaven when a sinner comes to Christ. The faith and love of a father. Uh -huh. Yeah. I, it, a, a, I, I'm talking about, it's, it's a dual thing here. I'm talking about the father or us, us fathers here, but I'm also talking about our heavenly father. Yeah. We, I, us early fathers, God wants us to, to model ourselves after him. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't think I'm in the book. Yeah. That's why the Bible tells us as men, they tell us, they tell us, say, Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Many of us don't want to recite it there, Dr. Jenkins, but it's no way to tell our wife to love us. It's a love her like Christ loves the church. Why? Because let's use ourselves. We didn't love God when God brought us to him. But the more we stay with God, can I get a witness in here? Don't you start to love on God like this? You found out that you start to falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing you ever did. That's what happens us there. And then he tells us, he said, take care of your children, take care of your family. Put them first. Because that's what God does for us. Can I get a witness in here? Isn't God so good? I'm not trying to keep it long because I know y'all trying to go to your father's day dinner. Well, that's all right. The faith of God uh -huh. as a father for us is just unmentionable. It's unmeasurable. We can't put a we can't put it in a box. It's, Paul said he's so deep I can't get under him. He's so high I can't get over him. Paul said he's so wide I just can't uh, I can't get around him. Paul said so instead of me trying to measure him and put. Stipulation and statistic on oh my God. Paul said, I just want to know him in the power of his resurrection. He's just that good. Oh, y'all ain't saying that bad me. Can I get a witness here? He can throw out get excited just thinking about how good he did to me. Can I get a witness in here? Oh, y'all don't want me to talk about him? I'm gonna go to my seat, James, because they don't want me to talk about him, they don't want me to sit down. They want me to go because they want to go meet dinner. Go ahead, go ahead. Can I get a witness here? Can I tell you, can I introduce you to my friend? His name is Chief. But I, I, I call him what some of us call him. The Bible tells me that he's Adam's redeemer. He's Abel's vindicator. He's 
Maybe some of you understand my voice, but you don't know the words that person said. Now is the accepted time, now is the salvation. We heard the word of God go over it. It's now your time to make a decision. God is speaking to your heart, you know he is. He's saying, come as you are. He said, I'll be the father. Your father with a lot of faith and love. They come to me just as you are. If they're one today. Maybe someone that you, you know the Lord and you have not been obedient to him doing what he asked you to do and, and being uh, faithful and worship with him. God want me to let you know that that's all right. You weren't thinking about him, but he has not forgotten about you. He said, I've always had my mind on you. I'm married to the backslide. Maybe some that someone that's looking for a church home, we ask this go ahead now. Join us up here in New Jerusalem. This is a place where our worship is passionate and the word of God is powerful. So we ask that you just come on and join with us and we'll learn more about the Father together as we walk down the King's Highway. Is there one today? Is there one?
Dear Lord, 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 Savior Jesus Christ, I'm the love of God. I'm the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit. Rest, rule, and abide with us both now and forevermore. And the people of God say, Amen.